Welcome to the 6am club. The 6am club when early birds are just starting their day or when strippers are finally leaving work. Hi, I'm Gemma Rose. Join me on my drive home after work listen to my tales from the night and other wider industry issues we face as strippers. Well, tonight was pure trash. So I'd come to Manchester tonight to watch the Filthy Fridays Black Magic show, which was just absolutely incredible in so many different ways. What a fabulous evening of entertainment and celebrating blackness and being in that space. Really great vibes. So nice to show up, especially for Beans, because she's um, an amazing human, if you don't know Beanie the Jet already, which if you don't, what are you even doing? <laughs> um, yeah, Filthy Friday's just such a needed space and one of the very few in the pole community, in the pole industry that's just, you know, doing, doing the good fight, doing the good thing. Um, so yeah, it was lovely to show up tonight and um, yeah, I really recommend following Filthy Friday and Beanie the Jet so you can get the lowdown from them. Um, so yeah, while I'm up here, I thought I would give my Manchester club a go tonight after the show. And yeah, it wasn't a great start to the evening because I left the show and I was taking somebody else who was watching the show in the car with me she was also working in the same club, so I was happy to give her a lift. And what should have been a 15 minute journey took us a whole hour to get there, to get to the club, find parking. And I was losing my fucking shit because there was no parking anywhere on the street. like all the usual spots where I've parked before are kind of blocked off. I, I don't really know why. Apparently there's some kind of marathon thing going on this weekend. So after driving around Manchester, being stuck in traffic, and I'm trying to weave my way through taxis and they're going really close to me. Um, it's so uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I, I felt so bad because I was losing my mind and on the verge of a panic attack and I have this new friend I've just made watching me slowly unravel. <laughs> um, but yeah, we bit the bullet and parked up in such an expensive car park. I think my parking for the night cost £22, which is just fucking ridiculous. But we did it we just said fuck it let's park here it's it's somewhere um and to be fair it's not the ba as bad as the first time i worked at this club because i didn't know where to park um totally new to the city 
and I think I parked in like the same car park but because I was so um, fixated and focused on work when I got in and started my shift I didn't realize that the parking had expired um, I should have set an alarm or a timer or something um, but I just wasn't keeping a close enough eye on the time I thought I'd be out by the time I booked it until by the way but because the club took I think three hours to cash out um, yeah I just wasn't expecting to be in there that long I'd forgotten about it but as soon as I remembered literally I think I got on my phone five to ten minutes after it, it had expired I booked another however many hours and a bit extra to make up for it that wasn't enough <laughs> for the car park and they ended up fining me for you know staying longer than I had even though I'd explained that I'd booked more as soon as I realized um and paid extra for that but yeah I think I ended up paying including the fine 60 pounds <laughs> um so look it could be a lot worse you know it, it could have been a repeat of that 22 pounds parking isn't isn't really the one though um yeah so fucking stressful and just being in that traffic and people being knobs so many drunk pedestrians just everywhere after parking it was a 10 minute walk to the club so that really wasn't fun getting really cold in my little dress that I wore to the event earlier so yeah not a great start to a working night it can be really hard to start a shift when you've kind of got that bad energy on you and you're you know starting a shift tired or angry or stressed whatever might be going on in your life but your job is to be happy and create a happy experience for people um that's difficult to like act as well and it's just easier to try and shift the energy sometimes and lean into better energy it's really difficult to do but it's important to like check yourself and try and shift your energy to suit the job and the night if you can otherwise it's going to be a really hard slog and you're gonna hate every second and sometimes you just can't shift that bad energy and then you get you can go into spirals and um you know patterns of this thought train and behavior so yeah it's just about checking in with yourself and trying to break yourself out of that mindset if you can but yeah as it usually is this club was so quiet and so difficult tonight there's this rugby game on tomorrow and so there were a lot of french customers which was fun for me because i'm fluent in french i did my degree in french and linguistics and it's so funny that this is like my only use for it now is to Im impress french customers <laughs> by holding a conversation with them 
so I got to dazzle lots and lots of French people tonight. And they definitely enjoyed that. But my fucking god, were they cheap? Were they tight? Oh my word. <laughs> Unreal. And they just kept on saying like, you know, I, I spent time flirting with them and making conversation and being my general lovely self. And like, every time I tried to ask to go for a dance, they're like, you've got to sell it to me. I'm just thinking, so I'm in 60Ks worth of debt to learn the language that we're currently communicating in. And you're clearly into me. How is that not enough? Like you've got a girl that speaks French right now. Like, come on, come on. <laughs> I'm in my lingerie, I look sexy. Neither of us can deny that. So why do I have to sell it to you? How is that not enough for you? One of my biggest pet peeves of is customers that literally say, sell yourself to me, convince me, pitch me like we're on fucking Dragon's Den. Like, can we not? <laughs> I just want to get naked, do my lap dance for you, have a nice time. It's not rocket science to be like, can we pay for this service? Stupid. Oh God, it, it infuriates me. And this is why being a stripper is not about the dancing. It's a sales job. And you are constantly doing mental gymnastics to keep up with customers, understand their headspace, become borderline psychic to gauge where their head is at and then use that to get what you need out of the situation. It's mind games 101 and you have to be so intuitive, on the ball, and really clever. And I'm gonna say conniving, but I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way, like just cunning about the whole thing. Um, yeah, I just, you have to be, you have to really delve into someone's psyche and then manipulate that to get what you need. You get unrealistic requests or just like obnoxious requests and you're repeating that however many times in one night. It's not just one guy saying to me, convince me, and then we go for hours. It's every single person either directly or indirectly saying, convince me. And then I probably don't even get anything out of that. It drains your life force. It drains your energy. It doesn't knock my confidence, but it just makes me feel so disheartened. And it, it's, it's hard to pick yourself back up and move on to the next person, the next three people, the next 10 people, the next 20 people. Like you just gotta keep going. There were a lot of no's tonight lots of rejection which I never take to heart some dancers really struggle with that and like I hear you it you know I think the thing is it's because I know that it's not me it's them um so if you're a stripper and you struggle with rejection I mean that is that is like 80% of the job really um if if anything maybe 90% maybe I'm being a bit lenient on that like most of the time it is rejection um 
so you just cannot take it at face value you cannot take it personally um it, it only angers me because like i've invested so much time into you and it's not come to bear fruit the seeds have not bloomed into flowers and you've been a dick you have wasted my time and you've got off on that i hate it lots of guys are asking for sex tonight more than usual there, there were a few where we went for a dance we'd go to pay but the amount they were giving me and expecting sex for that was just wild like okay so this club is doing a new thing where customers get a free dance card on arrival we get seven pounds out of that it's a quick two minute dance with a little bit of tit a little bit of nipple which i like like i would never turn my nose up at money and i think it's good that it gets people in the door a lot of dancers think they're better than that and don't want to do them like your prerogative but i'll gladly take i'll i'll take the the card because money is money at the end of the day even if it's breaking my house fee and paying for that extortionate parking one seven pounds at a time <laughs> and you know people come are coming in with something even if it's not much but this guy expected full-blown sex for his free card like i would never shame any sex worker for performing whatever service for whatever money they are charging but personally i feel like sex is a little worth a little bit more than seven pounds <laughs> thank you like that's the money to get in the door like you're lucky you're getting any free service from that um yeah just slightly offended that he thought he could do that this club is very luxurious as well like it feels like it should be easier to extract money out of people than it is it's really beautiful it's it's really weird because it, it feels luxury it smells great which is really rare for strip clubs because most of them smell like rats asses i'm not gonna lie um it smells like something's died in there and actually probably something has died in there I, i've worked in a club that has has had a rat infestation like we've literally seen rats running about and here we are fucking grinding our booties into the carpet like <laughs> shit but this one smells great i think they burn incense every night so I, it probably masks the smell of death in there but hey i'll take it it smells it smells good no matter what you're masking <laughs> to be fair the changing rooms smell pretty grim so um that smell is definitely underlying there um but the incense does a really good job of uh, hiding that it smells rich it feels rich it feels luxurious like i would want to spend a lot of money in there it's a nice place to be in and you would think that would make people want to spend more money but it actually doesn't in this particular club which is really disappointing you know you look at on the face of it and think oh yeah i'm gonna make good money here i've had okay nights there but i've never had like 
a really banging night. Like, I've had more consistently banging nights in a backwater trash club that just looks and smells disgusting. I've never had a good night there and tonight was just so bad money-wise. I definitely would have preferred the sleep tonight over the measly compensation that I have received. I ended up leaving early today at 4am. I was just so tired and done and you know it's getting to the end of the night it's so quiet there's nobody left for me to graft and work on so i'm gonna make my way home i'm staying with a manchester friend tonight and he is the sweetest it always feels like going to a home away from home he always preps little work snacks like grapes, crisps, chocolate and Red Bull. All the essentials. He likes to cook for me. I like to eat his food. It's a match made in heaven. <laughs> he always puts a little duck pillow on my bed as well. It's adorable. At least I'm staying somewhere lovely tonight. Unless you're dipping in just now. Um, or you haven't been paying any attention <laughs> to my personal page which I would assume isn't true for either a true for anybody listening um, and that look if you're in the, the demographic that isn't that's fine like if you're just listening to this episode thanks for joining and that's great but you will know by now how inconsistent this job is over what is this going to be the 11th episode you will have seen nights where it's been really fucking good nights that are average nights that are really bad there's nothing there and even on the good nights you will see how difficult the job is and you know it's not about that figure at the end of the night that I've made it's what I've had to do to get that so you can really see how up and down it is, how inconsistent it is. Honestly, I feel like a bit of an adrenaline junkie because I live for the thrill. I live for that gamble. Like, when you've made good money, there's no better feeling than that, and that keeps me coming back for more. I sometimes think it would be an easier life with consistency, stability, a job where I actually have rights. I would be lying if I said this job is heaven, it's not. This is the job that I have chosen to do at the end of the day and it is still a choice, even now. Nights like tonight suck, they suck balls the good nights are so sweet though even when I've had to put up with tremendous amounts of bad behaviour to have that cash in your hand at the end of the night does feel really good I don't really know where I'm going with this but yeah um, it's nice to document everything with you and 
it's interesting just to see kind of more from a financial perspective the the number of bad nights to good nights it's making me reflect on my job my position making me uh feel very i don't know reflective is the right word just taking a look at what the job is because we don't get a chance to speak about this shit we really don't sometimes we have friends in the industry that we can but it's it it's rare that we do it like this and even all the posts i make on instagram and stuff and share all the things it's not it doesn't feel like the same as talking to you and processing and unwinding unraveling really laying it all out there bare and being like huh okay almost a bit of a reality check for me because it is so easy and i i do this a lot i did do this a lot you know before the podcast really just you know okay the night has been what it is but i've made this much i'm gonna forget about the rest but that's not how humans work our bodies and our minds store trauma they store experiences and if you don't deal with it it comes out in other ways and it can contribute to um decline in mental health i do feel like a lot of the stuff i speak about is me doing talking therapy i'll be honest with you and look i can't really afford therapy right now so (laughs) if this is the best that i've got and it's helping me then you know i'm gonna keep going with it but yeah because we don't get the opportunity to like lay things out as candidly as the way that i do i don't know if anybody has as deep of a reflective period as i'm currently having about this i don't know if it's just like it might be neurodivergence as well i just don't process stuff at the same speed or in the same way as some other people like neurotypical people so maybe i'm just having a bit of an existential moment um and again thinking my situation is unique when it probably isn't Yeah, I don't know where this was going, but I'm just having thoughts and doing this podcast isn't making me want to quit the industry any more than um, how I felt previously, but it's certainly making me understand the peaks and troughs of the job. It's making me understand how volatile not only the job is because i knew that but actually the impact that has on me and understanding that on a deeper level by talking through it and unraveling it all i'm gonna gonna leave that little um (laughs) existential rant there (laughs) for you um by the way this what i've just added on the end this wasn't on my drive home um that's just something i'm i'm talking through as um i'm recording this if you don't know already i don't post the uh raw 
recording because that feels so unlistenable to me like you'd be listening to me ordering my mcdonald's and that's not fun for anybody <laughs> i have a lot of gaps and a lot of ums and um i keep the script as authentic to the source material i might change a couple of words just to make it a bit more interesting to listen to i'm talking things like not repeating great a million times and putting other words in there just when it feels a bit repetitive and um, just cutting out some of the bullshit and a lot of the gaps. Um, but I'm just rambling to you right now. And um, yeah, I'm gonna leave it in because I think it's important and I'm just thinking through my thoughts. Um, maybe it's something to do with, I feel like you should be having a longer episode because that's what I've spoiled you with. <laughs> the, the past however many episodes, I'm just looking at that timer. We're, we're cocking up there at 25 minutes. Like, let's keep going. <laughs> now I'm gonna stop now um but thank you for listening tonight um even with the ad-lib improvised existential rant at the end of it and uh yeah I'll join you on my next drive home next time thank you so much for keeping me company on my drive home this morning I hope you enjoyed this episode of the 6am club. Do let me know what you think. You can drop me a message on Instagram at the 6am club pod. My personal Insta is at Gemma Rose poll. If you can submit a review, please give me a cheeky five stars. Spread the word about the podcast to your people so more folks can learn about this. You can email me with questions or comments as well to the 6am club podcast at gmail.com. I look forward to speaking to you on my next journey home. <laughs>